Have you ever wondered what a shelf sounds like? How about a lamp? Well, it might just be louder and better than you think. The new Wi-Fi enabled Symphonix speaker range from IKEA and Sonos is here. So now you can find out for yourself. Shop in store or at ikea.co.uk and fill your home with feeling. IKEA, the wonderful everyday. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 85 of Dumb All Over. Oh, 85, huh? <laughs> Recording from the internet is so bad, it fucks up audio files, Pennsylvania, and the not-so-secret layer of New York, which makes pretty good audio files. This is a progressive podcast of brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture, and we're always under the influence of craft beer. On today's first take episode, we will talk about Cory Booker and Kavanaugh. We will talk about Alex Jones versus Twitter and Burt Reynolds. We will then talk to the boys from the Unholy Generations podcast. I am your very enthusiastic host, Tom. And I am joined for the first time this week by the by my co-host Austin. Austin, hi. Hey, Tom. Uh, I'm not entirely sure this is the first <laughs> time this week. Uh. <laughs> well, you you mean it's not Thursday, 11.55 p.m. when we're recording this episode? Uh, no, it's definitely <laughs> exactly that time. <laughs> hey, Austin, guess what happened? <laughs> um... I don't know. I think it has something to do with your massive level of incompetence, I think. <laughs> the audio was fucked up on my end again. So uh, here we are. Thank God I didn't wait So any here longer. we are on Thursday. Fuck the stories from Tuesday because ultimately this actually works out really well <laughs> because a lot of shit happened today. Um, yeah, so, yeah, there's that. Hey, Austin, are you drinking anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Austin, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not drinking anything <laughs> either because it's about time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so, hey, how, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we start the show? <laughs> Let's enter the Trump report. <laughs> Okay, it's time again for the Trump Report, two times in a week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But in all honesty, we do have a couple things to talk about, so it's actually, like I said, it's going to be fine. Um, Mm -hmm. Are you paying attention to the um, Kavanaugh confirmation hearings by any chance? Um, It's kind of hard not to. 
as it's all anybody's talking about. Seriously. And it seems like it's getting literally worse mm-hmm. every single minute. Not even day. It's every fucking every minute. minute. It's getting worse. <laughs> well, today, <laughs> it got even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we talked about? I don't. You know what? I don't even remember if we talked about that on the now lost episode or the episode mm. before. But if we did, I apologize for bringing it up again. But there was one hundred thousand files that were being held by the Republicans, and they related it to Brett Kavanaugh, mm. and uh, the Democrats on day one were trying to say, hey, we shouldn't be doing these uh, these hearings because you're not giving us all the information. You're not giving the public all the information. Remember that, Austin? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. well, Cory Booker has something to say about that today. Oh, what does he have to say? Oh, oh, I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> because Cory Booker pretty much went into uh, into Congress today and said, I have... Some of those emails. Oh, did he now? Yes. Yes, he did. And he said, well, I'm going to release them to the public. <laughs> Hold on. Republicans mm. were very quick to say, well, if you do that because they're confidential, uh, you might actually be expelled from the Senate. And, that's not that's not great. And Cory Booker said, "Oh well, I even think at one point he said bring it." Oh, did he I, say bring I it? I actually think he said bring it. Uh, I don't know if I like the story anymore. Why is that? <laughs> bring it. I don't know. It just seems so So what is this? 1994? <laughs> it's like, come on. Well, the they didn't bring it, but he did. And he did release uh some of those emails. Some of those emails were, well, the most damning one was uh, one that pretty much said uh, that Kavanaugh at one point has suggested that uh, Roe versus Wade is not the law of the land or may not be the law of the land. Uh, which That's not great either. <laughs> well, yeah, which for a person who's trying to be a Supreme Court uh, member, you know, since they made it the law of the land, that's kind of an important detail. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of important. Yeah, just and, a little bit. And yet he might be a little racist. Uh, some of these emails might indicate he's a, a racist. Okay. And if he okay. and if he's not directly a racist, he definitely hangs out with racists. Okay. One of his huh. here's another email. Now before I get to that. Uh, several other senators, Democratic senators. Let's get that clear right off the bat. Um, oh, shocking. Jumped in right away in defense of Mr. Booker. Um, mm. A couple I don't remember. I'm not prepared. Hey, listen, wasn't ready for this. <laughs> uh, Kamala Harris, she came out. I, 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 pretty much all of the people who were running for president in 2020 uh, mm. went out and they said, hey, we support. And Dick Durbin, too. He was. I think he was the first one oh, to, to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Going good. <laughs> oh, so good. Tom. Here we go. So good. I, I got the I got the other name. Uh, Maisie Hirono from Hawaii uh, oh. joined, as well as Dick Durbin and several others. Uh, here's another email that was released. I'll, I'll actually read the email because it's pretty short. Uh, it's from a friend of Kavanaugh, so it's not okay. Kavanaugh, but it's people he associates himself with. K 
Kavanaugh and Friends, uh, you, my new cover band. Um, or the new <laughs> show on Fox, because that's oh. that might end up being where he ends up. <laughs> Kavanaugh and Friends. Uh, here's email. What is that, like the night show opposite <laughs> Fox and Friends? It is. It is. Uh, so wake up with Fox and Friends in the morning and go to sleep with Kavanaugh and Friends at night. Oh, God, that sounds absolutely miserable. Uh, here's email. Boys. Although you may be hoping that I lined up a hostess for a Robin Tug massage session, quote, <laughs> Su Ching, end quote, actually is the sailboat we got for Friday, September 7th to Sunday, September 9th out of Annapolis. You can check out the boat at uh, Great Work, and thanks for hooking everyone or everything up for your week. By the way, week spelled in the email W-E-A-K. Triggering, mm. triggering, because he meant <laughs> W-E-E-K. <laughs> yeah. um, That's a very Trump thing to do. Yes. So, yeah, the, the, you know, a little hint of racism from his friends. Um, <laughs> and, and, Although I'd like to know who calls it a rub and tug. Uh, somebody very old. Yeah, happy ending. Come on. It's Yeah, it's I mean, a happy this ending. This is obvious. Yeah. It's a happy, happy ending. ending. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Exactly. Come on. A rub and tug? What the fuck is that? You know what? My new cover band, Rub and Tug. <laughs> I don't know. It's not. It sounds more like uh, I don't know, like somebody who rents out those little uh, duck boats. Oh yeah, you know the kind that you pedal around the, on. Yeah. yeah, the ones the, the kids tug. use. What is this? The Catholic Church's tugboats? They call it the the rubbing tugboats. Jesus Christ! Saint Mary's rubbing tug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take that catholics yeah. oh, ew. protecting pedophiles okay go ahead tom uh democrats have also raised objections to the fact the senate judiciary committee chairman chuck grassley from iowa has marked about 141,000 pages of documents as committee confidential which is part of uh the e- the emails that were released today were listed as committee confidential and if- I, I think we have some actual audio from some of the confirmation hearing today do, uh, let me do, check. Do we really? All right, here. Okay, here we go. Here was several points today during the uh, Kavanaugh hearings. Oh, boy. Rebel, rebel, rebel. Rebel, rebel, rebel. Rebel, 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 rebel. Rebel, 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 rebel. I was really expecting something. I was oh, I was that like, makes it so worth it. I was like, wow, we're literally we talked five minutes ago about hey, we need to do a quick episode. I'm like, how did he get all that prepared so fast? Mm. Nope. That's not what happened. <laughs> no. Are you sure? Uh yeah. Will the senator yield? No, rebel 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 rebel. <laughs> um so I don't know. Well, first of all, what do you think of Booker's move? And second of all, do you think he's going to be expelled from the Senate? Well, I know he won't be expelled because apparently they had um, decided that those emails wouldn't be um, confidential, I think is what they're classified as. So uh, they they got that notice in the morning that they weren't going to be, so they were allowed to release them. Okay. Uh, it's an interesting move. I think Booker's... Uh, I think his heart's in the right place for once. Ah, um, I disagree. I'm going to go. Oh, yeah? I, you think yeah. it's a publicity stunt? Oh, okay. my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> of course it's a fucking stunt. 
Well, I did see a Republican senator describe it as histrionics, which I thought that's a cool word. What? Whatever. I don't give a fuck. You can label it as whatever you want. It's a stunt. Histrionics. You know, that's my new cover band. That's a good cover Histrionics. band. That's a good cover band, Austin. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Joe. Yeah, Joe. These are the real ones because you're never going to hear yeah. the other ones. This is real shit now. <laughs> Uh no, this is th- Cory Booker is an he, he's an opportunist, and I think maybe his heart was a little bit in the right spot, but I think at the end of the day he's like, well, I'm running for president in 2020, and if I have to go back to a moment where I helped the people, this is a good spot to look at. Mm. I don't know, I I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a that, that's a fair assessment. But I, it's still good that they've been released. I just don't think his heart's yeah. actually in it. I did enjoy um, one question that Kamala Harris asked. Okay. I have to admit, first of all, this feels very weird, giving any praise to Cory Booker and Kamala Harris. I know. But I was reserved for it. Just this one line really is the only thing I praise. When, when she asked Kavanaugh, what law is there that dictates something that a man can do with his body? Or basically, are there any laws regulating what a man can do with his body? And the medical choices that they that you would make, right? And Kavanaugh had no idea how to answer because <laughs> there isn't because there isn't. That's why no, he couldn't answer. It it has not. He has not been doing a very good job of answering anything. Number one, no. and then you have all these other things that are going on. And again, we didn't get to. We did cover it in the original story here. But the one father from Parkland, whose daughter was uh, killed in the school shooting earlier this year, he goes to shake mm. his hand. And Kavanaugh looks at him and does like a little twisty twirl and then just leaves the Senate. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't haven't seen a white man in a robe twirl so fast since Michael Jackson's hair (laughs) caught on fire. Well, (laughs) he might not have been white. Um, uh, What else? And then speaking of white, his assistant was sitting right behind him and she had her hand on her arm, like crossed, and she was doing a, a, a symbol that... Certainly looked like a white power hand symbol. The, the white power symbol, yeah, yeah. So it, it has. I think you're right. It has not been a very, very positive week for Mr. Kavanaugh. <laughs> no. <it has> not. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck him. No, seriously, fuck him and fuck everyone who's supporting him. Even with all of this, now he he's getting so much more backlash than Gorsuch got. Yeah, that's true. It makes me wonder. If the Democrats went after Gorsuch the way they're going after Kavanaugh, maybe we wouldn't have Gorsuch right now. No, I think I think it's because people know that this is a seat that was a swing seat. Gorsuch's seat was not. Right. Well, he was true, replacing a guy who's already a hardline conservative, so yeah, really nothing changed. That's a good point. <laughs> it's this one that would really fuck everybody over, so that's why people are fighting so hard. Right. But I don't think it, um, I don't think it matters. I still no, it does not. I he'll st- be confirmed. I think he'll still be confirmed, even yeah. with all of this. I, at this point in our political system, if he if uh, we find out that he murdered somebody, he's still going to be a Supreme Court judge. Look, I already gave him the rose. He's coming on the island, or what? He's co- he's coming on the island. <laughs> coming, coming. Is this part of the Robin the Island? <laughs> yes, coming on the island. I love it there so much. Mm. So much. It's my own private Idaho. Mm. Mm, which would be funny if you'd ever seen a movie in your life. Who, me? Um, oh, that's a reference? Yeah. <clears throat> it is. There's oh. a movie called My Own Private Idaho. Yeah. Who would have a private Idaho? Don't worry about it. Keanu Reeves was in it, so you wouldn't like it. Oh, anyway. my God. 
All right, but let's go on to the next yeah, story. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, next story is another fun one. It involves our mm, good. F- I don't think the first one was that much. Fun. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm having all fun. Right. God damn it! All, all right. right, all right. Continue. The next story is even more fun, and it involves our good friend and right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Alex Jones is having himself one hell of a 2018, everyone. About goddamn time. Yeah. Um. Hold hold the phone there, Alex. So if you remember, <laughs> the last time I held a phone on camera, I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're in even more trouble. So let's see. Um. Apple, YouTube, Facebook, and several others all kicked Alex Jones off of their platforms about a month bye ago. Bye bye, bye Alex. You remember, you remember that, Austin? Yeah, I do. It was remember, very remember, fun. Remember how we celebrated? It was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you, do you know one major platform that did not kick him off? Oh, oh, um, um, oh, let me guess, let me guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was Twitter. It's almost as if I knew. Yeah, I I, I can't imagine you would have heard this. This is a minor yeah. story in today's minor story. Yeah. Yep, actually, it kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> so Twitter's had this thing where it's like, oh no, it's freedom of speech. We're gonna allow him to say what he wants to say. Well, I don't know what happened from like two weeks ago till now. But Twitter's just banned Alex Jones and Infowars. <laughs> <laughs> speech is not as much fun. When you have to pay for it. <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. So I guess this means that Alex Jones only has his fucking website at this point? Yeah. Infowars.com. <laughs> Is that even it? It's got to be it. Uh, well, it used to be until they shut that down, too. So now. <laughs> That's coming up next. Um, <laughs> yeah. This comes from... Well, let's let's see. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can find his website. Okay. See if it's still up. So Infowars... Dot com. Holy fuck. It's not. I I got it. I'm on it. Really? Yeah, I'm mine, on it. Mine redirected to realtor.com. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm on it. Um. Oh, here it is. Here it is. The Alex Jones Radio Show. There it is. Yeah. There it is. But that's it. Because now Twitter's... What, what, Twitter- wait, do you see his first guest, Anthony Cumia? Oh, my God. No, I, I, I exit out. I was I was losing brain cells just looking at the news articles there. Quote, I'm sorry. Quote. Actually, news. Th- this, one, this one has an accurate headline. The left is trying to remove President Trump from office. I saw that one. I saw yeah, that are. one. That's true. Eh, listen, not everything's fake news, I guess, right? <laughs> I'm draining the swamp, and the swamp is trying to fight back. <laughs> Which is a dumb thing to say because swamps don't fight back. They don't. They don't. <laughs> That's why the swamp's such a stupid metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> and swamps are actually really good for the environment. I only metaphor a couple minutes and then he went back to Russia. You know what kind of animals the, the ecosystem in, in, in swamps are? It, no. They're so beneficial to the environment. Anyway, um, <laughs> this comes from CNN. Uh Twitter bans Alex uh, Jones and InfoWars. Excuse me. Yes. CNN? Yeah. That's where you're getting your information? I, yeah, I am. I'm sorry. You were just on InfoWars. It uh, would have been perfect. I was. You could have read headlines like, Mermaid gives blowjob to Seagull. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch uh, I'm that. I'm sorry. I misread it. Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal? 
Steven Seagal, ambassador to China. I would still watch it. <laughs> what? Actually, he might be a good actor in the porn realm. <laughs> I, you know what? It can't be. It can't be worse than his movies, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like what could make Steven Seagal's movies better? I can think of one thing: <laughs> throwing him in porn. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to see that. I changed my mind. Um, all right, so let me <laughs> let me quickly read this. So, Tough crowd. Man, listen. <laughs> He's like 700 years old, all right? And might as well just watch Pat Robertson naked. Oh. Oh, man. Oh. (laughs) My boner just receded. (laughs) Hold on a second. Before we move on. (laughs) Yeah, no, I had a boner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now that we've clarified, go ahead. Uh, Okay. Uh, Jones was suspended from Twitter for one week last month after he posted a video in which he said, now is time to act uh, on on the enemy before they do a false flag. But Twitter did not ban him from its platform then. Um, In a series of tweets from its Twitter safety account, uh, which we are friends with, by the way, because, man. We're friends with Twitter safety? Well, not officially, but we've, we've... you know, we've had to we've we reported a few accounts before. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Uh, today, we permanently suspend real Alex Jones and at Infowars from Twitter and Periscope, which I guess Twitter owns Periscope. Um, yeah. We took this this action based on new reports of tweets and videos posted yesterday that violate our abusive behavior policy. In addition to the account's previous violations, Twitter also said that it will take action. Uh, if in the future it discovers other accounts being used to get uh, get around the ban of Jones and Infowars. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the hell did he do? It must have been horrible. Now, excuse me, Mr. Kim Jong-un. If you don't agree to our nuclear program, I'm going to bomb the living shit out of <laughs> yeah. you yeah. until there's yeah. no more China. By the way! Wait, is that where you are? By- China? Way, I Twitter. think this is more than 280 characters. He's not joking, <laughs> Twitter. That's almost exactly word for word. <laughs> like, okay, you're going to suspend Alex Jones, rightfully so. Good job. Congratulations, <laughs> Twitter. But then you allow stuff like that? <laughs> His wife, the first lady, second, third, fourth, fifth lady, is at, she's actually supposed to be running a cyberbullying <laughs> yeah. campaign. And yeah, it wasn't his first lady. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that would be Ivanka. Um, mm. But we shall stop seeing the bullying. Yeah. on the internet. Right. Uh huh. Except for and my husband, who yeah. can bully literally anybody. Oh, he's so funny. Oh yeah. I don't think I don't think she thinks that at all. Mr. Kim Jong Un. If you don't cease production of nuclear weapons, we are going to sacrifice Dennis Rodman to the gods. Mm, that's okay by me. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like a win-win. <laughs> win-win. All right. Okay. I'm okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess something happened with uh, Marco Rubio that sparked this, believe it or not. So. Oh, it- yeah. Alex Jones was trying to sexually harass him. Oh. I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> No, you're not wrong. Jones repeatedly interrupted Rubio as he was speaking, uh, as he was answering questions from reporters. After Jones tapped Rubio on the shoulder, the senator warned, hey, don't touch me again, man. Later, he found uh, Darcy, who, uh, Darcy, uh, who's Darcy? I I skipped ahead. Jack, Jack Dorsey. That's not the same Darcy. What? (laughs) 
this story's going nowhere. Who's Darcy? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. <clears throat> uh, okay. Yeah, so you're right. He was uh, he was sexually abusing Marco Rubio. Sexually harassed by Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, man, you're so good at making those catchy <laughs> tunes. <laughs> uh, what a horrible jingle. <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> it's definitely catchy. Don't worry, Alex Jones' ex-wife. I'll send it to you as a ringtone. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Uh, so congratulations, Twitter, for joining everyone else uh, in banning Alex Jones. I don't. Wh- what do you think? I, his eventually, Austin, his popularity has to drop, right? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. Yeah, I think it already is actually. It has to. Now there's nowhere else you can find him. And how many people are actually going to go to a stupid website? I'm sure many will, but not that. Not as many as you can get <laughs> no. from the other. No, because all the like the. Uh Stupid incels who are living in their parents' basement. They're thinking, hey, we have to type in a website? Oh, forget I it. I don't think so. You no. just pop up on my phone. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, right next to the transporn. He, he does have an app. <laughs> he does have an, a transporn. That, that was another thing that happened to Mr. Alex Jones now recently. <laughs> uh, he's kinky. He's kinky. Yeah, he is. Um, let's move on. We had two more. I added one because I'm, I just, my boner came back. Uh, let's, oh, God. let's start with so this. I don't need to know. Amway co-founder Richard DeVos dies at 92. <laughs> Wait, we're not so, laughing? Can we, so sad. Can we laugh? That he lasted till 92. <laughs> Seriously. And, and this motherfucker gave birth to the devil. <laughs> Wait. Oh no, it's the father of all. It's the he same. He gave birth? Yeah. He provided the seed. But he didn't though. No, it's not even <laughs> No, it's it's her okay. husband's <laughs> father. Right, well, but well still done, it's the same thing. If he wasn't around then she wouldn't have met the husband and then they wouldn't have been you know <laughs> married. Alright, maybe we should quit while we're ahead. Whatever. DeVos has been the president of Amway uh, from its 1959 founding until he retired in 1993. His son, Doug DeVos, served the blah, 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 blah. And then this is the important part. He also, was also <laughs> the father-in-law of Betsy DeVos, the U.S. Secretary of uh, Education. I'm sorry. Where did he serve again? It doesn't matter. As, as, as the president of Amway... It- it's. It doesn't matter. It's just the president of Amway since 2002. <laughs> no one cares about Doug DeVos. Literally, no one cares about Doug DeVos. I don't know. It sounds like it be, could be the lead character on a Showtime show. Doug DeVos? Yeah. Could, actually. Could. Right, right after Ray Donovan before Shameless. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that's how the programming works, because I watch on demand like an adult. <laughs> so their family, by the way, is worth $5.5 billion. Which is uh, one of the richest in the world, and their company Amway made a pr- about eight point six billion last year. It uses a network of three million sales uh, salespeople worldwide. So I mean, they, they employ a lot of people, but eight point six billion. What? What does Amway sell? Ah, uh, let's see. Amway. No way. <laughs> Amway United States. Start your own business. Hmm. What? They're a pyramid scheme. Hold on, hold on, relax. It's an American company specializing in the use of multi-level marketing to sell health, beauty, and home care (laughs) products. What? 
Uh, <laughs> oh, it is. Amway has been investigated in various countries <laughs> by the institutions such as the Federal Trade Commission for alleged pyramid scheme practices. Oh, okay. I'm, I'll take that apology now. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I told you it's a pyramid scheme. Oh, my God. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It's an upside down triangle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Well, at the end of the day, I don't care. Another rich person died. I don't really care about mm. the boss. Um, however, another person did pass. And uh, as a movie buff like myself, I feel the need to cover it. Um, Burt R- Reynolds? Ren- Ray <laughs> Reynolds. My pronounce- That's not my name. Am That's I- not my name. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Nope. Ah, listen. Just paying, you know, just joking around. Burt Reynolds has unfortunately passed away at the age of 82. Nope. Nah, that's not my name. That's Turd Ferguson. What? What does that mean? <laughs> Is that... <laughs> really? Let's you never saw that skit either? No. Oh, my God. No. It's like the only good thing that Burt Reynolds ever did was being I, played on I, a... SNL. I just I, the, re- the reason why I'm bringing this up. We don't really always talk about celebrities when they pass because it does happen quite often throughout the year. <laughs> but during our interview with the Unholy Generation podcast, we were talking. We re- briefly mentioned movies, and I had mentioned that I had seen Deliverance. No, that's right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like two days later, he died. I killed Burt Reynolds. You heard it here. <laughs> uh, I'll be sending that clip right to the FBI. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. A confession on tape. Um, you know, the charismatic star in such films as Deliverance, The Longest Yard, and Smoking the Bandit uh, had died at the age of 82. Uh, were you a Burt Reynolds fan, Austin? Eh, not particularly. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. <laughs> Look, I didn't wish him dead. Well, I just, not. you know, didn't care if he was alive anymore. <laughs> there was a very funny um, story I read, and I'll, I'll share this before we uh, we, we end all this. Um, okay. Burt Reynolds and Clint Eastwood had both um, uh, auditioned for a role in like a Western movie. And both mm. of them were uh, told no, and they were given specific reasons. One uh, was their acting skills. <laughs> that was a main reason. Oh, I'm sorry. In a Western? Yeah. What, they couldn't just stand there the, silently? This is when they were super young, when they were super okay. young. Um, and then the other one was for their their current looks at the time. They, they even referred to like Clint Eastwood for too skinny of a face. So... <laughs> So Clint, Clint Eastwood. What a weird note. I know. So Clint Eastwood looks at Burt Reynolds and says, uh, "Well, what? You feel what, lucky, punk. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do?" And Burt Reynolds said, "I don't know about you, but I'm taking acting classes." <laughs> and I, I just thought that that was really funny. Uh, was it? Was he joking? No, because I don't think he. Did. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody follow up on that. Did he ever take acting classes? That is pretty amazing because Clint Eastwood went on to be like one of the most famous Western yeah, actors I know. of all time. I know. I mean, Burt Reynolds was definitely no schmuck when it came to like movie stardom. I can't name more no, than two movies. No, but I don't think movies. he was in a Western. Was he? He had to have been. I, I mean, maybe, but not like Clint Eastwood. I mean, that's where he made his. Oh, career. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Clint Eastwood was the king of Westerns for the longest yeah. time. Uh, so I figured we'd just pay homage to Burt Reynolds because 
you know, kind of a big name. And mm. uh, that happened all today. And, you know, I was struggling to find stories. So it's, <laughs> I don't know how. There's like a million stories. Uh, from last week, I'm just going to very quickly go over the notes from last week just so we cover it but not without for, okay. without deep discussion john oh, Mc, john mccain's replacement is john kill um oh. kill k-y-l kill kill so it's kill um kill or it's probably kyle it's probably kyle kyle i'd imagine um nike Made a bold move by signing uh, Colin Kaepernick to be its f- one of the faces of its um, uh, "Just Do It" campaign, which bold move Nike, which has triggered the right, uh, and now they're boy- rubble, rubble, they're, rubble, they're rubble, boycotting rubble. Nike. So you know, have fun with that. Have fun wearing oh, your, your Walmart brand. On, I do have a really funny story about that. Go for it. So. <laughs> You know how the reaction to this uh, Nike thing has been, oh, I don't know, uh, pure insanity? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, check this out. (laughs) This is so good. Okay. Uh, Bartlesville, which I don't know where that is. Mm -hmm. I would like to think it's in Pennsylvania because it sounds like a Pennsylvania name. It sounds like it, yeah. Bartlesville, okay. Accidentally burns home down after lighting Nike shoes on fire in protest of Nike's Colin Kaepernick ad. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. According to authorities, Jason Helms, 26, placed a pair of Nike sneakers in his garage and soaked them in kerosene (laughs) before lighting them on fire and filming it with his iPhone. The fire ended up spreading to the garage walls and ceiling before spreading to his actual (gasps) home. He called 911, but by the time the firefighters arrived, they were unable to save his home. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) So I retweeted that earlier with the hashtag instant karma. (laughs) I'm so happy. That's so beautiful. (laughs) It's so nice. I'm pretty sure that's instant karma. I'm pretty sure John Lennon would agree. I would agree. I I think I agree that he would agree. Absolutely. Oh, that's hilarious. Good. So I thought we'd end on a feel good story. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yep, that's definitely good. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, so now we will take our break uh, and uh, travel back in time. Travel back in time <laughs> to an audio clip that did not get fucked up for some reason. <laughs> How? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that is actually something that happened. Uh, enjoy it. It was fun uh, talking to the guys. Uh, check out their show, The Unholy Generations Podcast, um, and enjoy the interview. And uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> Joining us now to help us sacrifice some kids, cast some witches, and worship the devil are two fellow atheists from another podcast. Uh, That podcast is the Unholy Generations Podcast with hosts Mike and Ryan. Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, doing doing good. good. Yeah, you nailed it. That's exactly why we're here. (laughs) Yeah. We're uh, going to have a baby worship or baby sacrificing workshop. Of course. uh, course. And, you know, the the goat milking workshop. Yeah, we were going to do it over Skype, but obviously that's not exactly working for No. I mean, we'll be able to show Austin. Yeah. 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 Listen, if you're going to make fun of Pennsylvania and their lack of technology, I'm I'm on board. I am on board. Um, Mm -hmm. Just not online. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, thanks, Austin. Um, You're welcome. No. Yeah, I, I figured what better, you know, activities to do with two fellow atheists than, you know, sacrificing of kids. And, and of course, worshiping the devil, because as everyone knows, that's what atheists do. Is they oh, worship the devil, which is very confusing. Amen. <laughs> we just got done with our devil worship session like five minutes before we called you guys. Oh, really? I actually do. <clears throat> I do have a pentagram on my rearview mirror. Oh, yeah. they, they, do you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you see, you just proved every one of these religious people right. <laughs> yep, and uh, also yeah, should um, go to our apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Mike just moved into a new place, and um, I set up like a whole bunch of upside down crucifixes over all the doors. Oh my, this that's amazing. <laughs> everything, everything about that is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but for real, thank you guys for coming on the show. Um, <laughs> absolutely, it's uh, and that's about it. Yeah, it's all the time we have. Before the religious people come after us. They haven't. They haven't yet. Come after you. Why me? Because you live in a state with a lot of religious people. Ah, that's true. Well, yeah. Hey, so do we. Yeah, right? We yeah, live in actually, Texas. Think, and we actually seek them out. Mm, that was your first I think mistake. they win this one. Yeah, we're in the line of fire. Yeah, we have to, I mean, we have to distinguish ourselves as a podcast. It's yeah. edgy. We're oh, like yeah. undercover atheists, you know? We're behind enemy lines. <laughs> Well, speaking of your podcast, um, it is the Unholy Generations podcast. Uh, it's mm-hmm, relatively yeah. new, probably well, what a few a few months in. I'm trying to think uh, of how many episodes. November it's 2017. Yeah. It's almost been a year for us. Oh, it yeah, has. almost. almost. How many, epi- how many just, episodes are you guys in? Um, well, we do two series. On we don't podcast. number them right. <laughs> well, we, we number them. It's just we have like the normal episodes and then we have like bonus episodes. I think we're on number 10 on the bonus series coming up oh, okay. and uh, number 20, I think, on the regular mm. episodes. That's pretty cool. I thought it was more, but you know, around that. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Cool. So t- <laughs> tell us about you guys and the podcast. I'm, I'm you know, I, I actually, I listened to your show. I've been listening to your show since I found it. I want to say... One one that I f- one that we first kind of bump into each other earlier this year, maybe like February oh, or yeah. something like that. Okay, so okay, so it was, you're the one listener. Okay, <laughs> so it was on Twitter. It was on Twitter one night when I was drunk. Uh, oh, as most uh, of the hey, time we are. Yeah, yeah. hey, um, you're you're within company there, my friend. Exactly. Yeah, all of Tom's stories. Yeah, start so that so. Way. I do not go so on any been, social media without alcohol in my system. It's impossible mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Well, bad thing. Well, actually, no. Bad and good things happen when I'm drunk on Twitter. <laughs> but, but so I had been listening to you guys and I just followed you uh, like recently. And so I was on Twitter and I was drunk and I was like, hey, I'm going to message them. And that's how this whole thing got started. <laughs> well, there you go. And I, yeah, and I'm, I'm the one who ended up like uh, getting you and Secular Soup together. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the same reason, <laughs> and, and I and I felt I remember feeling bad at the time. I'm like, oh yeah, we got together with Secular Soup, but not the Unholy Generations <laughs> podcast. Whoops. Like so it. tell tell us about your show. What is the show? How did your show get started? And uh, what do you guys talk about on a weekly basis? All right, you want me to? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So uh, basically our show is we're two Texas atheists and uh, what we do is, you know, a lot of these atheist shows mostly just like fine stories on the internet, general skeptical interest pieces, but uh, we sort of up the ante a little bit. And uh, like I said, we're basically like undercover atheists and uh, we sneak behind enemy lines and we go into churches. Uh, We've been to an evangelical church. We've been to the Hare Krishna worship places. We've been to an uh, Ekankar church. Um, We just go around and we spend a day 
Um, or in the case of the Mormon missionaries, three weeks, weeks, (laughs) hanging out with them and studying them and, and, uh, you know, kind of being in their their ways. Yeah, exactly. We kind of document the whole thing via audio file. And then later on, we go back and we research their theology, try to understand what it is they believe and why they believe it. And then our podcast comes on and we make a bunch of dick jokes while explaining all the stuff we learned. So (laughs) it's a pretty good. So so basically the way it goes is we give them credit for the good shit and we make fun of them mercilessly for the stupid shit. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. We also got sort of a a bonus series that goes on for, uh, it's basically for the non-believer listeners. Um, we do a, what we call a biblical apologetics, uh, sorry, a biblical literacy and counter apologetics series where um, we basically work to our strengths. Like Ryan's very good with the biblical literacy stuff in, in terms of like understanding the Bible as literature and historically and culturally. Um, and I'm, again, I'm the debate guy. You know, I'm well versed in counter apologetics and the problems with apologetic arguments, mostly from Christians, but from other stripes of, of religion as well. And we basically take a short episode just to pick a topic. And then we say, like, well, what does the Bible say on the, sh- on the subject? And what are some helpful counter-apologetics for the apologetics that could be put forward? For example, we talked about slavery. We talked about uh, feminism in the Bible. We talked about that was a faith. <laughs> yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, and the go- best part is we're never going to run out of subjects. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Bible says so much shit, so... Now you mentioned while you were just while you were explaining all that you said you bring up the good and the bad things. Um, sure. Very curious here. Um, what good things? Okay, so I have a perfect example. Yeah. Uh, so one of the first places that we went to was a mega church in uh, <laughs> in the woodlands, yeah. and going to that mega church was Ooh. quite a because I had I used to actually attend that church when I was a Christian, oh. uh, and then going back and seeing it after I had deconverted and all that. It was very striking because they had expanded and the whole fucking sermon was begging for money, was begging for yeah. money. It was, it was literally 45 minute sermon of just asking for money. <laughs> okay. well, no, you opened up with like, OK, guys, we're passing around the baskets. You can pay on your phone. There's an envelope in your little program where you can put money in there and give it to us. <laughs> you can do an uh, auto draft. Yeah, you can do an auto draft every month that way you don't think about it. Oh, and by the way, 10 percent is the minimum. I mean, if you really, really <laughs> want the blessings, like 15, 20 percent would okay, go along. But way. don't you guys. I, I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed God. that you don't realize by this time in your podcast and your research that you need to pay God to get your prayers <laughs> well, to, apparently to succeed. Apparently, it's not my fault he won't give me That's what the, the whole message account. was. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys got to work on that. I mean, obviously, he's not going to do shit for free. I mean... He's still well, ca- I mean, he's a capitalist, I feel bad, isn't like, he? You have to. I feel bad. You have to pay the churches. You know, like we're, we're, you don't know where the money in the church is going to go. Does God have a cash app where I can just you know directly <laughs> deposit the money? That way, I know it's hey, going what, to God. Yeah, that's what they were going for at the mega church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except it was going to carry so, shock, not to God. So, yeah. so what did what did he call that? Was that the sermon on the amount? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. But anyway, so that was the bad part. That was the bad part. We made a lot of jokes about that. And then the good part is that they were having sort of a festival outside. Um, And it was, you know, very, very large church grounds. And so they had a festival and it had like, you know, stuff for kids and all that. Well, if I recall, it was supposed to be all the services that the church Yeah, so that's what they were doing is uh, showcasing all of the charities and stuff that they did. that was good. And so a lot of them were... Pretty much just secular. Like there was a lot of missionary organizations, obviously. Mm-hmm. There were a couple that were kind of sketchy, like uh, 
I wasn't too happy about their therapy. Oh stuff. yeah, for like kids, oh. and yeah. addicts, I think, and survivors uh, of rape and yeah. shit like that. Well, yeah, because that that usually doesn't go well with church. No. <laughs> but but they did have a lot of like uh, Habitat for Humanity type stuff. Well, that's where, good. You know, help helping out the community. So they we, did that that coffee thing. You remember yeah, that? It yeah, was they, like a, they support uh, small farmers in well, South was, America. What they told us is they uh, were so they had a coffee shop inside the church. Go figure, mm. right? And the coffee that they would sell in the church was actually imported from like Africa or something, like some really poor place. But they would actually send a guy who used to be the owner of some Fortune 500 company. And on these missionary trips, his job was to teach the farmers about uh, economics and teach them how to stimulate their economy and, you know, set up their shops and, and basically create a market that would help sustain the town later on, even after the missionaries left. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that was that pretty was, cool. Yeah, that was a positive thing. Well, I, I guess that's the least that they that these churches could be doing anyway. Yeah. I mean, for, <laughs> for all the bad things that they... I, I'm assuming the bad is going to outweigh the good in most oh, scenarios. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, the Hare Krishna episode, oh, it was pretty much oh, all negative except for the fucking food. Yeah, they the gave food us food. Was, was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> the rest I, of it was like... <laughs> I'm 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 trying to figure out how I want to word this next next question. Um, have you guys done Catholics yet? Oh no, that's that not the way not I want to word yet. it. Um, <laughs> no. Have well, you I guys done Catholics? Have you well. entered the Catholics yet? No, no, that's yes, not it. Either. Yeah, I entered them in multiple holes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, we we actually tried to do um, a Catholic church that I also used to go to mm-hmm. in our in our hometown, yeah. and it, it so ended boring. up just being so fucking boring yeah. that we couldn't really do anything about it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was just kind of a waste of an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, we went there and we were like, "Do we really want to put together an hour long episode about this?" And the answer was no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what we really want to do though is find those uh, those Catholic separatists. Yes, uh, I forget that like um, the the one that. Uh, What's his name? The the anti-Semitic guy. What's his name? Are you talking about the Morris Church? Braveheart guy. Oh, oh um, Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mel Gibson. yeah, Mel Gibson is a member of this. Um, it's called the Society of uh, Pope Pius something the tenth. Yeah. yeah, but it's like these these crazy uh, separatist Catholics that I want to find. Hmm. Okay. Maybe that'd be a little bit more interesting. Yeah, recently we've been trying to get to more fringe group uh, religions because we tackled a few of the big ones, but the problem is we don't want to run out of big religions too quickly. Like, people have been like, well, why don't you do the Muslims? Well, first of all, we're in Texas, so <laughs> not, not a lot of Muslims yeah. out here. But the other thing is, um, besides the fact that it's hard to find a Muslim thing out here, um, we do kind of want to save the bigger religions and right now we're focused on finding some fringe kind of almost cult religions. Like mm-hmm. we just did the Econ Car Cult and uh, that was actually a lot of fun to record. Yeah, and, we uh, actually found a, a page uh, that has a list of all of the active cults yeah. in the area. So we're basically going down the list at oh, this geez. point and then sprinkling in a major religion here and there. This mm-hmm. sounds dangerous. <laughs> I, I, now, now, now all of a sudden I'm concerned for you guys. <laughs> Should I be concerned? Because I kind of am. Uh, don't even bring yeah, it up. No, Michael's we'll, going to we'll get onto his martial arts thing. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Okay. I'm a combatives instructor, okay. and Ryan is big, so <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll figure but it out. All I know is I'm an expert in cults because I saw last season's American Horror Story, 
So I, I, <laughs> yeah, it was I a mean, good if season. It's, yeah, did you see the last? Michael season? liked it better than I did. It was a good season. It I was pretty it. good. It was pretty good. Um, and it actually ties in with that joke I made the other night about how uh, Trump operates the same way as the Church of Scientology. Uh, yeah, Trump. That's does. basically that whole episode, mm-hmm. that whole season. Yeah, wow. and that's a, a reference that nobody's going to get unless yeah. they saw that episode. Yeah, well, I just said it. <laughs> well, I'm like, you guys plugging shit. I love it. <laughs> I don't I even know what we were plugging. Which one was that? That was the voice from the underground guys. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. Or uh, when they were on our show, yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so so organized. So now that we mentioned Donald Trump, I think we we should uh, we should maybe finally, maybe get somebody this is, talks about me for once. <laughs> this is this is our forte, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So I assume you're from Texas. You probably both love Donald Trump. So let's start with your love affair with Donald Trump. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. I mean, what, what, what can you say about the guy? I mean, and nothing. The narcissism. Nothing. I'm, I'm waiting for my hundred thirty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, yeah. you weren't that good. <laughs> oh, that would be the next best story from this administration. Oh yeah. Is if all of a sudden it's a male hooker, and it's like, look, I was bored. <laughs> no, it's got to be Pence. Oh yeah. Oh, no, he'd be, be like, oh. my penis is so fantastic. Even men find it irresistible. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I just, oh no, why did you say Mike Pence? Now I just imagine Donald Trump and Mike Pence on a bed nah. together. Oh. oh, good. That'll keep you warm for the rest oh. of the night. <laughs> Mentally scarred. Uh, no, oh, no. You know that fanfic exists. Yeah. Oh, 100% has to. We got we, we should we should probably find some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. But uh, here's my fear. Is like I don't want to Google that because I don't want my search yep. to start like redirecting me to these kind of things. This is what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do the incognito window; it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, totally don't want that. Nobody'll know. No, no, no. <laughs> so, okay, Aldrich said you guys are liberal Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. So, hell yeah. First of all, what happened that made you guys <laughs> break apart from the good old Texan way? Well, damn. Yeah, I guess we got our own. I think Michael should start this. first. <laughs> okay. Um, well, first off, I'm Mexican, so that right there is, is that'll uh, help. Very, if yeah, I, that'll help. Excuse me, Wrong. excuse Lock me. If I, if I knew, if, if, if I knew. I wouldn't have invited you on the show. I'm very actually, nope. This is really wrong. Really wrong. I had a girlfriend one time. In Build the past. a firewall. I, uh, I she invited me out to meet her family, and I didn't realize just how redneck her family Uh-oh. was. Mm-hmm. And I forget how it came up, but it came up that I'm Mexican. Oh god! And one of her relatives literally said, "Do I need to call Arizona?" Oh, oh my god! I was like, "Oh, excuse wow. me." Wow. <laughs> So which so being Mexican, oh, what God. gang are you in? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, the Linea is pretty pretty strong. You know? <laughs> we got we got some cartel relations out here in San Antonio. <laughs> I'm surprised you speak yeah, such San good Antonio. English. Yeah, I mean, we had to go through the whole uh, like the the clockwork orange, you know, where they held our eyes open and stared at a screen with English words. That, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I've, that I've, I've totally means seen that time. <laughs> I've totally seen that movie. It's a great movie. That's oh, a mo- yeah. Tom doesn't watch no. movies. That's a movie, right? That's not an yeah, album? It's, no. It sounds a like it's a Rush a album. Book. Okay. Isn't that a Rush album, too? Clockwork Just Orange? No, it's a comic book. Oh, no? no. Okay. I, I like thought Rush. I like Rush, too, but I thought that was... 
Wait, you don't? Oh, don't don't start. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I know so no, you're Mexican. That. Yeah, so, you're so, Mexican. So, so you're a, so you're a Mexican. Next. Yeah. So generally, my whole family is is pretty leftward leaning, um, but I also didn't have really any like religious uh, influences since I was young. Um, my mom, for a long time, she was a single mom, um, and then my dad came into the picture. But she was actually raised. Uh, as a kid, she had to be raised as a Jehovah's Witness. Mm. So as soon as she turned 18, she was like, fuck that noise, and <laughs> moved away and stopped doing mm-hmm. that. And uh, my dad was raised Jewish, and same kind of story there. He, you know, once he was 18, he pretty much just stopped practicing at all. Okay. Um, so in the house, religion was never really like in a thing we even talked about. And generally speaking, we were pretty like pro, you know, everybody should have rights kind of deal. Like um, my parents uh, ended up finding a home at a UU church and they're very socially progressive. So that's kind of what I grew up in on and off. I wasn't really a regular member um, very often. I did was kind of involved in the teens group later on, but um, I did learn a lot of like progressive social values there. Um, But besides that, like I was never brainwashed as like a conservative religious person from the onset. I feel and yeah, well, like uh, there was like what, like a six months to a year period in high school where I figured, Oh, I guess I'll be a Christian. Cause I didn't have a religious identity and everybody else around me was Christian. So I was like, Oh, play for the winning team. You know, like what the fuck? And then uh, that only lasted again, like a six months to a year before I actually started like reading the Bible and, and, you know, analyzing the apologetics and going, Oh, this is, this is bullshit. <laughs> so, did, you, did you get to the yeah. part with the talking snake and that was about the time you gave up or was it I actually the read the whole snake? thing. I Whoa. read the whole Bible. Yeah, we've both read the whole thing yeah, multiple times. Multiple times. But uh, it was really guys. the shit where it was like, you know, I'd talk to friends who are Christian. And they're like, isn't the Bible so great? And Jesus is just like this real happy, fuzzy character. He's just going to give you a hug. And I was like, there's, there's slavery in here. <laughs> like, what about, what about this part about the, the prostitute being cut up by her, by her no, master? What's up with that? That is fake news. She wasn't cut <laughs> up. <laughs> she was just really cut, like working out. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Donald. Read us another passage did it from to uh, herself. 2 Corinthians. <laughs> Um, that's about all. That's all I know from two Corinthians. Two Corinthians walk into a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm president. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm, I'll, I'll ask you this on a political scale left because it's America. So we can't go too far left. That's not a realistic, you know, possibility. So, um, yeah, exactly. So, uh, on a scale, uh, are you as far left as Bernie? Uh, center like Obama or right like Trump or obviously in between. You can pick your own politician for this one. This is a fun game. <laughs> is it? Pick your politician. I like it. Um, I find that it it varies with the time. Um, like I'm not a person. Again, I didn't really grow up with any uh, like political identity. Like my my mom is like, oh, vote Democrat, and my dad's like, I don't give a fuck. And so that's kind of the attitude I went with. It was like, I don't give a fuck. But um, as I got older. Um, because I didn't have like the sort of party dog whistle thing burned into my mind, I would go on a, a you know an issue by issue basis. Like who's got the better idea here? And sometimes neither side had the better idea. So I guess I don't know. It, it depends on the race. It depends on the time. But most of the time, I'm like moderate leaning left. I guess you could say. Okay, I would say. 
Yeah. Okay. Which and for Brian's got his own story. Which for a Texan, by the way, is like communist. I just want to put that. <laughs> yeah. So I'll let That's you know. Fucking yeah. That's yeah. fucking true. That's fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they think we like burn flags in our front yards. Yeah. And everything. I actually had somebody say that Richard Spencer was a centrist. <laughs> oh. He's a white centrist. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he is white centric. So. Uh, mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, my story is uh, quite a bit different from Michael's. Uh, we. Uh, Became friends when we were 12 or so. No. Uh, we went to the same middle school. So basically diaper buddies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you had oh, my yet. new cover band. <laughs> diaper buddies? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? The Rugrats Look, cover that's, band? That's I don't not, even know what that could be. It's not our job to figure out what they are. That's I just right. have to say them. Sing you, do, you do tributes to the Wiggles. There, yes, I like it. I like it. <laughs> but my real concern before you go on is diapers... Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 years old? Uh, something else you want to tell us? It's is, a Texas thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's have a, you eaten Tex-Mex? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair. <laughs> but, okay. Anyway, so um, my family had moved from uh, from Albuquerque, New Mexico to the Woodlands, Texas uh, when I was uh, 12. And when we were in New Mexico, we were non-denominational, fairly conservative. But when we came to Texas, my parents took a hard right turn, oh. and we started going to a fundamental uh, one. Uh, what is it called? A, an independent fundamentalist Baptist church. Yeah. The fuck and does that mean? It, well, exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's a lot of words just to say bigot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, you don't even know the half of it. Pretty much. But yeah, I still like I still have flashbacks to that fucking pastor. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, I mean, it had a huge influence on the politics of my parents, and they have that uh, patented integrated Republican Christian theology, mm. um, Republic Christian, I guess. And yes. um, oh, okay. Yeah, so I was raised like that, and my parents have probably been listening to Rush Limbaugh every day oh, since God. he was nationally syndicated. Oh, me too. He's a hero, the, an American icon. the icon. wrong Rush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one I like least. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, yeah, but... Um, so I, you know, started having an identity crisis and shit like that when I was in, when I was in uh, high school. And so I started to like doubt these conservative values and these Christian <gasps> values that I had been brought up with. Heathen. So Blasphemous. I tried, I, exactly. I tried to avoid that as much as I could by, um, Swerving to the right. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Because you, you gotta lean into the skid, like yeah, Mike said. Exactly, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I became basically one of those libertarian shitlords. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I remember that phase. I remember yeah, one time was... I walked into your apartment, you're like, dude, you gotta listen to this libertarian podcast. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which, I think it was Dave Rubin. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, what made me listen to an hour of it? Wait, yes. what what podcast was that? Uh, Dave Rubin. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think the interview's over, guys. <laughs> it was a different time. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do right, my penance. I'll give you a chance to redeem yourself. You you better you better work hard right now. <laughs> okay. Okay, so once I once I uh, started going to school, I started leaning a little bit leftward and you know expanding my mind as people do in college, 
and it helped when I moved away from my parents, moved to San Antonio. Mm. But the real kicker was when I joined the army, actually. Oh. Because, uh, you know, being in that training environment, my training was almost a year long, and I was just surrounded by people from all over the United States and all over the world. And when you're surrounded by that much diversity, it's very, very difficult to maintain a conservative outlook. Uh, and so I, I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before, yeah. You go, before you go on, where like mm-hmm. where'd you get shipped off to? Uh, I was just uh, I did I did two tours, um, but they were local. So oh, okay. I stayed. Okay, okay. I was yeah. in Washington State and Austin. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty nice. But um, yeah, my my politics just kept drifting left and left and left from there. Um, well, you went to Washington and, State. Of course, there's like two conservatives in the entire state. <laughs> oh my God, it was great. In Congress. Well, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> no, there are conservatives. They're just on the other side of the mountain. They've, they've, uh, they, they know their place. Yeah, that's where they belong. <laughs> exactly. That's where they should We're go back to, by the way. <laughs> I think the movie. Uh, the I wish I could go back to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was yeah. the deliverance. That was the deliverance. <laughs> okay, Tom. <laughs> you don't know either of those movies. <laughs> I saw the deliverance. <laughs> you keep calling it the deliverance. It is yeah. the Google. Go on uh. the Google and type in Google. It'll be the Google. Okay. <laughs> Tom's like a hundred years old. So. Yeah, fuck all three of it's you. Like this back is when stupid. People still called it it's the, the Google. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go on. Sorry. My rant is over. <clears throat> so anyway, that uh, my swing towards leftward politics just kind of uh, coincided with my shift away from Christianity as well. Gotcha. Um, I was kind of starting to panic because I started doubting, and I was still in that <clears throat> in that space where it was like, uh, I'm going to be damned if I don't believe, you know? Mm-hmm. Hell is scary and all that shit. So I tried... Uh, basically, it was like a prototype version of our podcast. I, oh. <laughs> you know, I would go around to all these different religious organizations and see which one was cool. Uh, so I like went to the Mormons and shit and, you know, all that. And I tried it and it was really weird, but I ended up joining the Catholic Church. Yeah. Oh, that. oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. How old were you at this time? 17. Oh, yeah, so we you were safe. Nice. You were safe. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, too, too old. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> are you ever really safe? <laughs> what was, uh, what was but, the safe word? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, Jesus. I believe Jesus. it's rectory. <laughs> I believe it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Stigmata. <laughs> oh, uh, the more, the more. Yeah, so I. Oh my God. Gives handjob a whole new meaning. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's a handjob in the glory hole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop advertising cognitive dissonance. They don't need any more help. <laughs> I don't even think they've ever been to a glory hole. So fuck them. <laughs> oh, you have anyway. been. Hey, we're anyway, not talking so, about that. Yeah, I, yeah we're not. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's like, I want to talk. So I went to RCIA, which is the initiation process for adults. And I realized very soon after I graduated from that program that they don't tell you a lot about the Catholic Church. Oh. Yeah. So I learned about the whole kitty diddling thing afterwards, <laughs> after I had fucking joined. Mm-hmm. And I basically was in the Catholic Church, like as an active member, for about six months after that. Yeah. And that was pretty much the last church that I ever joined. Hmm. I did go to church a little bit when I was in basic training and all that, but 
Um, but yeah, that was the, the last time I actually committed to going, a, going to a church. And then, uh, it was actually in January of 2016. I finally just had the light bulb, you know, switch in my, in my head. I was like, Oh, I'm a fucking atheist. Mm. Yeah. I remember that day because you were staying at my place mm-hmm. and then I walk out onto my balcony and there's a smashed crucifix out on my balcony. I was yeah. like, the fuck is this? Yeah. I can be dramatic sometimes. <laughs> religion <laughs> did it have to be on my balcony like really <laughs> yes it did. where else i wasn't gonna do it at my parents house stood <laughs> on the road stood out the window when you're driving oh yeah in texas i'm sure that'll get you far mm-hmm. before yeah, it hits the before it hits the confederate flag waving truck right behind you the truck and they chase you, you oh, down <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's sadly accurate. <laughs> it was very, very accurate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm uh, say pretty stable in my leftiness. I go to the uh, DSA down here in San Antonio. Oh, nice. Um, and I want to get more politically active, but I, you know, I'm in school. So yeah, yeah, that definitely will hinder it. So I'll ask mm-hmm. you the same question then, since uh, we. Just brought politics in on your scale from Bernie to Trump. Where do you stand on the spectrum? I was halfway uh, when I took that political compass thing. Um, I was halfway between uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Oh, so that's okay. So you're a communist. Very good. Welcome to the <laughs> communist club. Yeah, I, I don't know what's what's to the left of communist for for Texas. Uh, I don't Socialist. know. Socialist. Obama. It's like Obama. I think Obama yeah, so, is. Yeah, I have a feeling the Muslim. political the political spectrum in in Texas goes like this. Uh, like the first quarter is you know moderate Republican and then centrist and then uh, you know right to the left of that is communist right. and then Obama and then, then Satan and then Satan. You yeah. say Ronald Reagan is on the opposite end of that pole. Yeah. And then uh, and then of course in Texas, you know Ted Cruz is probably considered a centrist. I, I'd imagine. Is that- uh, he's he's actually uh, here. He's like moderate right. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's interesting. <laughs> Definitely two com- two completely different stories and how you got to oh, where you are, yeah. which is kind of yeah. co- which is kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It doesn't seem easy. Really, for either one, I—I uh, I mean, I guess being in a non-religious family definitely does help a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, we, Austin and I, both had religious families growing up. Austin yeah. still has kind of a sort of religious family mm. that he has to deal with. <laughs> so we relate. Face. We relate. Uh, I'm an Italian former Catholic. You know, the, the mm-hmm. Italian Catholics too, which is like that's the <laughs> that's the OG Kitty Diddlers. Yeah, yeah, I've seen The Godfather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me, me, me Gotta. too. Um, <laughs> liar, liar, fucking liar. Uh, I got one more question for you. Uh, it, it, we'll go back to religion here. So one of our favorite right. segments that we do on our show is uh, scary religious nut jobs, where we yes. each week we find a scary religious nut job. Each week, that's a little via, generous. Uh, yeah. What? I said each week. That's a little generous. All right, listen. All right, you're calling us out on our own show. We've been a little bit behind, okay? <laughs> anyway, you be. were saying. Uh, <laughs> fuck, man. Uh, that hurts, actually, because he's so right. He's so right. Austin, what, what, ha- what has happened to us? We don't do this segment anymore. Well, that's because we do uh, stuff but, like this. True. 
True, which I think is a lot better I'm than listening to, to blame like Alex Jones yeah. and those guys. So it's but, our fault, right? Uh, today, That's right, pass yes. the blame. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, but for real, um, we have covered so many crazy religious nut jobs. Who mm-hmm. is your favorite? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. So wait, are these people we've seen in person or just like anybody? Right. Anybody. Hey. Any anybody okay. who's your favorite crazy religi- religious religious oh, nut job? Man, that's a hard one to choose. Just one. You know, Liz Crokin has jumped in the ratings recently. Ooh, yeah, we right. did that whole thing with her. That was nutty. Yeah, um, how she said that she was cursed by Hillary Clinton to lose her fingers. I, yeah. s- oh. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Cast a spell <laughs> sounds, on her. Sounds yeah. reasonable. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. I would have to say overall, Jim Baker is my top. Oh, that's a good. Mm-hmm. And, and who's your bottom? I I gotta say, I really <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I re- no, I really gotta say I like Steven Anderson oh. um, because we did an interview. Well, I did an interview with him, and that just went so wonderfully. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I I love Steven Anderson actually. Uh, he he's he's, he's got to be my top instead of Jim Baker. Yeah, he's awesome uh, as far as crazy nut jobs go. And uh, for anybody listening, if you want to hear something really funny, go check out that interview I did with yeah, Stephen Anderson. Stop the episode right now. It's <laughs> fantastic. Whoa, whoa, it's, whoa. You don't even have to listen to the episode. <laughs> don't listen to them. They're the guests on this show. <laughs> listen to the rest of this episode, then go back and listen. It's only five minutes. <laughs> All right, fine. Go ahead. Break. Stop our podcast. <laughs> but it is at the end of the episode, so you will have to listen to the first 40 minutes, too. But, you know. <laughs> Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Let's see how it is. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's it went we from five voice, minutes to 45. The is that we have to sabotage the other podcasts that yeah. we go on to so that we can rise above. Exactly. We have to knock you down, you guys down a few ratings. That way, hopefully, we can come up a few ratings. <laughs> Good luck with that. How <laughs> <laughs> much lower we can go. <laughs> yeah, you guys got the wrong target here. <laughs> We're just waiting to you from the bottom, so... <laughs> I think Secular Soup and uh, maybe the Wayward Willis. Start with them. Oh, okay. Actually, Wayward Willis invited us to go on their show, too. There you go. More podcast espionage. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Good to have you guys on and talk uh, about your, your stories and your podcast, which... Your podcast is very interesting. It's uh, you guys have great chemistry together, which is part of the reason uh, why I listen to the show. Uh, it's very awesome. easy to listen to. So why don't you go ahead and take this opportunity to plug the show? Say uh, tell everybody who's listening where they can find your show. All right, fantastic. Well, uh, I'll, I'll do the same kind of format we did for the Voice for the Underground. Uh, so if you find yourself in a situation where you're being held against your will and forced to listen to our podcast, as you break your restraints and run to the computer to make it stop, you'll notice that we are on iTunes, Stitcher. We post all our episodes on Patreon, uh, and you can find us on SoundCloud. Um, let's see what else. Oh, if you exit out of that window, the other thing that might be up, uh, your captor may make you watch our Twitter feed at unholy gins. Um, also our Facebook page is pretty terrible too. Um, and worst case scenario, they might actually make you call our Google voice number at, uh, 210-580-4048 and make you leave us a voice message, or you can just do it of your own free will to tell us how bad we are. That's, that's fine too. Um, and, of course, we respond to any messages over Twitter, Facebook, email. We have uh, an email at unholypod at gmail.com, uh, happily accepting all forms of hate mail and death threats, of course. 
Um, I think that's all our social media. Do we have any more? No, that's it. That's mm. it. Yeah. Well, you guys failed. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> because you could also find their podcast on fopnet.biz, everybody. Oh, yeah. That's right. That, that's all Michael's fault. He messes all this shit up all the time. Famous original podcast network.biz. Fopnet.biz, the best podcasting network that has ever existed. And the original. Uh, oh, God, you were just famous. waiting for us and to the original. fail, weren't you? <laughs> um, no, I, and that was something I wanted to add as well. Uh, you guys did join uh, our network uh, a couple weeks ago, so we wanted to take this opportunity to officially welcome you into the network and to our family of other yeah. podcasters, including the Wayward Willis, who <laughs> you said will probably be on your show momentarily. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah, we want fun. to plan that out. But uh, yeah, appreciate for you guys uh, inviting us onto the network. It's uh, actually given us a bit of a bump. Oh, nice. And uh, for whatever reason, people are subjecting themselves to our podcast more often now. <laughs> See, I don't um, subscribe to Michael's negativity. <laughs> I think we're pretty Bullshit. fucking awesome. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? By joining our network, they have soared into the heavens. See, mm-hmm. pun intended. Of the bottom 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, it's been fun. Uh, thank you once again for coming on the show. Uh, we'll try, we'll try to get this to happen again down the line. Absolutely, Maybe yeah. when uh, our our government is completely taken over by religious zealots. How about that? Oh, yes, fun. That, Absolutely, that'll be all fun. Right, yeah. All right. It was good talking to you guys. Yeah, thanks for having us on. No problem at all. Uh, We'll take our final break of the day, and when we come back, we will have our final thoughts. Not scary religious nut jobs. Sorry, guys. All right. Sounds good, Tom. So ends our big dumb show. What are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are uh, fuck Brett Kavanaugh. Very good. All right. Um, that's all the time that we have for this <laughs> week's episode of Donald Lover. Find us on the internet. We're everywhere. Uh, if you have any, you know what? Just tune in next week. Hopefully, we're not doing this again. <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. Okay, yep. Have a good week, everyone. A couple days. We'll see you in a couple fucking days. Because we're recording (laughs) in a couple couple of fucking days again. All right. Fuck that. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. Wood in the lounge. Tiles in the kitchen. Carpet in the bedroom. Sorry, no sound effect for that. Ugh, never mind. The new Dyson V11 Absolute at Curry's PC World senses, adapts, and deep cleans all floor types. It's Dyson's most powerful, intelligent cordless vacuum with an LCD screen that shows its charge level. Plus, get a Curry's gift card worth £50 when you trade in your old vacuum and buy any Dyson cordless vacuum. Try in store today at Curry's PC World. Offer ends 22nd October. (laughs) Oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only.
Now, let's take a look at you.